Be free, it's the Bcast with Amber Miller, Sarah Godey, and Monica Steely. For more resources and information related to today's episode, please visit www.bestillbefree.com. Hello and welcome to the Bcast. My name is Amber Miller and we're so happy to be here with you today. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you. I'm here with Monica Steely. Hi. And Sarah Goaty. Hi. I was going to say, so. I don't understand how Monica had, like, she's the only one that's relatively normal between the two of us, except when we do introductions, and then suddenly she's like, so true. I was going to be like, stop. Her weirdness comes out. But like with the yo-yo last week, I didn't want to. It was a little too close. It's the whole radio. It's because you can't see her. If we had a camera on, she'd be like, hi. Yeah, she'd be totally normal. My name is Monica Steely. Yeah, it's exactly Don't look at me. And then, but in here, she's like, she can't see her. She's like, I love it. I'm so happy. Like, no visual is just awesome for me. I can become so free. Well, that's what we're all about. Yeah. So we are finishing up today. We're finishing up the series. Be loved. Love. Be loved. Be loved and live, Amber. Ah, Write it down. Be, I have it right in front of me. Be loved and live. And I'm like, bleh, bleh, bleh. Oh, so sorry. So and be loved and live. I hope that everyone is enjoying this new format. Oh, yeah. and yeah. this new. We would love your feedback on yes. mm-hmm. your thoughts about just kind of how we changed it up theme wise and the sticky statements and if that's helping you Absolutely. kind of really retain what we're talking about yes. each week. So we would love some feedback on that on please, Facebook please, or yeah. the blog or whatever. Yeah, totally agree. Time. We love we love hearing from you. If we don't say that enough, we love hearing from you. So good yeah, stuff. good stuff only. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already said Amber and yeah. Monica. Yeah. <laughs> Monica, <laughs> she can uh, handle it. She's a little nicer. Uh, I cannot handle. Handle it. She'll cry. Just kidding. Well, um, we're I really excited to, to um, finish up this series. It's been incredible. Mm-hmm. I've really, really loved hearing what you ladies have to say, and just oh, the Lord, too. as usual, has brought the whole thing together in an amazing he way. Has. Mm-hmm. And so we've we've covered. Y'all have to help me remember. We've did um, love. Be, loved by, be loved by God, be loved by Jesus, love God, love yourself, mm-hmm. and then today we're closing out with love others. That's and right. Like uh, Sarah said in the very, very first episode of this series, is these things are tiered. Like right. they're in order for a reason. We have them laid out in this way well, so that God laid it out. Well, yeah, right. we're yeah because you've got to start with. Um, be loved by God. And right. so this loving others is kind of the culmination of all of the last four weeks. This yeah. is our final. This is the roof. Now you can build the roof. This is, we're right. finally to the roof. Yeah. So, um, Sarah, tell us a little bit about what it means uh, to love others. What have you got for us? So I love that um, we have used a lot of Mark 12, 30 and 31 yeah. um, for about three weeks in a row now we have. Love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this, to love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. I love that we've been able to use that same verse three weeks in a row now and talk about three totally different things. Mm -hmm. Um, But it goes in order, right? Love the Lord your God. 
and we know he said to do it that way because love comes from him. Yep. So by loving him, he will fill us back up with that love. Yep. And then we can take that love and have a healthy feel for ourselves. Right. And because we have a healthy love and feel for ourselves, we can impart that love to other people just naturally. We really, I mean, I think that's the thing. Like I want people to get, you don't even have to work at it after you start doing yeah. it. It just becomes natural to you. Yeah. At first, I think it, it's a little unnatural. You have to kind of figure out what that's going to look like. But before long, it's, it, I was just sharing um, with someone yesterday, like I feel like things are just more naturally coming out of me, words that I need or encouragement that yeah. I need or Bible verses that maybe I learned a long time ago or s- something encouraging from another speaker when I'm talking to someone else yeah. and I'm trying to encourage them. I'm like, where did that just come from? Right. And sometimes I walk away and I don't even remember what I said. Be- I just really th- feel like that is just Because you're innate. putting it in yeah. and it will not return void. And so God will be the one, when you open your mouth wide, he's the one that fills it with what's that been put inside. Exactly right. So I love that. So love the Lord your God. And and we think it's love your neighbor second because that is the order as it is in the verse. But it says as yourself, which means loving the neighbor as yourself. So love yourself. Monica did last week, which was fantastic. Which was so awesome. And now we're going to do love your neighbor. We hope you all are coming into this week with uh, a lot of love for yourself. That's (laughs) exactly right. And I just don't think as women we have a lot of love for other people. I mean, we're gossipers, backbiters, talkers. Yeah. We break commitments, run away from, um, verbally abuse with no, no regret. Um, we verbally abuse ourselves, you know, I mean, we are, we are, I just, I'm really big about this. I think we've gotten so into the idea of doing love and not being love. And there's a huge difference. People can do love without being love. Um, so the sticky statement here is judge not your day. Or, yes, judge not your day on what you have or have not accomplished, but how well you loved Jesus and how well you loved others. Mm. And I think that we have our checkbox list of all the things we get done that makes us feel good about ourselves. Yeah. Um, and we think that because we did all those things, we did the laundry, we did the cooking, we did the job, we did the whatever, right. that we showed all that love. But really, that's that's accomplishments. Yeah. That's not right. being a loving person. So, true. Right. so don't judge your day on what all you accomplished. I'll feel good about what you've accomplished for sure, but don't judge your day on that. Judge your day on how well you have loved Jesus and loved others. And I can't take credit for this. The author is unknown on that. I heard this at another women's thing that I went to one time and one of my friends um, said this statement and I wrote it down and it's always stuck with me because I often measure the success of my day based on the amount I accomplished. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So this really stopped me in my tracks a little bit and was just like, hey, take the time to get on the floor and play with the kids or take the time to have a conversation. Take the time to pray. Take the time to get in the word. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it just really will help kind of transform what what you see. Um, so let's just talk about how you how do you love others? What what does that look like? If it's not all the acts of doing, what is um, loving? The first thing is understand what kind of love Jesus is talking about here. And I talked about this um, earlier in First Corinthians thirteen, um, and we're just you know some crisscrossing going on here. But I'm going to have that same article that I referenced to how it breaks down First Corinthians 13. We need to put the truth in us. If we don't put the truth in us, it can't come out of us. And we're not going to really change the way we think about love mm-hmm. if we don't really know what love is. Exactly. So really get into that First Corinthians 13. Spend time. Do your own little study and break down the parts of the love chapter. And mm-hmm. that's what it's called, the love chapter. Mm-hmm. What does it say love is and what does it say love isn't? Yeah. That's the way we're supposed to be loving. Yeah. yeah. 
or not supposed to be loving. Um, and here's the other one. We need to be loving everyone. Mm-hmm. It's not just who the people who are easy to love. Matthew 5, 43 and 44, you've heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. And it was that same love. I talked about that that one week with um, right. loving yourself. It's the same agap- agapeo, agapeo love for That's your right. enemies as it is for yourself. That's exactly right. I mean, right. what um, what do we do when we find out that somebody's talking about us or slandering us? You know, yeah, you have the right to go to that person and confront them, but how are you confronting them? Right. What are you saying about them in return? Yes. I think we often re- we repay blows with blows. Yep. I'm going to get even. I'm going to stand up for myself. If I don't stand up for myself, nobody will. Um, And I think that's what we've taught ourselves is the right thing to do. Um, But when you stand up for yourself, you're not really showing a love for yourself or love for the other person. And so the testimony is zero. Um, When you do it the way that God says, by loving your enemies, you're breathing in God's grace so that you're able to exhale love upon even your enemies. Yep. That is the testimony of Christ. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Because he did not retaliate. No. He did not repay a spear in the sword or a, a spear in the in the side to everybody else with a spear in the side. Uh-huh. He didn't repay a crown of thorns with a crown of thorns. He didn't repay being spit in the face with a spit in the face. Right. He just, he sat there. And at the end he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Like I would love for us to get to a point in our culture when we're wronged that way, not abused. You don't sit there and take abuse. But at the same time, there's a level of, of, of abiding in that relationship or abiding in that right. moment and saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Allow right. me to be the light of Christ in this moment. Well, and what's cool about that is just another example of being and then doing. Like, you know, being being still and then being free because Jesus was still and he absorbed it and he took it. Right. But then the doing part of it, the freedom that came out of that was him pr- them praying for those people. That's right. Yeah. Like there, there's always a being before there's a doing. And so he t- sat there in it before and then was able to pray blessings on those right people. and what's amazing about that is the action was prayer yes how often is our action prayer yeah how do we even think of it most of the time we're action. picking up the phone to talk about right. to somebody else uh-huh. or we are mad under our breath you know and facebook you know man all that those, is something we could talk about if for a you long are time. using social media to Vent. get your message across yes. passively aggressively there is no What's oh. the word? Agapeo. There's none of that going on. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It is not of God. You are not being a Christian of Christ-likeness to the image of Christ. You're not being it. I'm just going to go ahead and well, say it. And like, you know, there's, there's a couple of ways that that is, there's several ways that that's true with social media that we need to be careful of yes. as, in our, as women specifically, but just in our cu- culture in general, like to get on Facebook or something or Twitter and to vent that's right. is horrible, it is. first of all. But then the other thing is to get on Facebook and feel like it's licensed to say, whatever you want to someone else, whether it's about religion or politics or anything at all, which I see happening a lot, especially with believers. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, it's not agapeo. It's, like, not, it's agapeo. not cool to say whatever you want. No, it's, exactly it's not loving right. others. It's not loving others. Not with Christ-like love. And that doesn't mean that you have to compromise your, your beliefs. It doesn't mean you have to compromise your positions. What you're doing, though, is trying to do it in such a way that exhales Christ's love into the world. Exactly. I mean, that's what our... that's 
that's what we're here for. That's, right. that's what we're here for. <laughs> um, okay, so thirdly, how do you love or why do you love others? By being motivated that we are the testimony of Jesus. That's what should motivate us to love others. Yeah. He died on the cross for us. He gave his life. And he is not saying, okay, I gave my life for you. Now you find the right person to go give your life for physically. He's not, you know, right. some people I'm sure are giving up their lives. There's stories out there where they gave their life up for someone else. Sure. But daily we could be denying ourselves and dying for someone else. Right. In that moment where you want to, to vent and purge yourself of anger or rant or rave or say mean things that, that they may so greatly deserve the thief, on the, the, the side of Christ on the cross did not, I mean, he was, he was in, de- he was dying right there side to Christ, having been a thief. And who did, who did he forgive? Yeah. Who did he let go to heaven? Yeah. Right. You know? And there's, I think there's a lot of different aspects of, of this way of loving it. It's. It, yeah, that they will know you by being my disciples. One of them, I think, is by being available. Being available. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's something I really struggle with. But, like, I'm super inspired by Bob Goff. Yeah. And one of the things that he does, I, I heard an interview with him the other day. And um, the person who was, like, talking with him had actually been with him and spent a day with him, like, a few weeks before. And he puts his phone number in his books. Like his mm. cell phone number. And he doesn't have caller ID on his phone. So anyone who calls, he answers the phone for a perfect stranger as if it was his wife. Wow. The exact same way. And the guy who was talking with him was like, I witnessed this. Like all day his phone's ringing. Hello, this is Bob Goff. And he just talks to the people. That like, is amazing. And it is available. to. Them. And I have a huge problem with that. But just like understanding like Christ, look at all of the ways that Christ loved us yes. because that's how we're supposed to love others. And one of the ways he loves us is by being constantly available. available. That is so you know? very true. In John thirteen thirty five, he says, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. This is the ultimate reason for the command that others would be drawn to God because of the love that they see in you in me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that is, that is what we're supposed to be doing that they will know that you are my disciples. So about the love, understand what love is, understand we're called to love even our enemy as our neighbor. And then understanding that our motivation is that we are simply the testimony of right. Christ. Absolutely. Like what better thing would we want to be than to be the testimony of Christ. We remember we're kingdom builders. We see life for right now. He sees life in Forever. terms of of eternity, right. right? We see life for what it makes us feel. He sees life and how it's going to affect the kingdom. Exactly. And that's what we've got to get back to the point of praying about our purpose for the kingdom and being what he has laid out as a blueprint in the Bible for our lives. Um, So there's some slippery slopes though, right? When we start talking about loving others, it can really, really, really easily turn into doing Doing. Mm -hmm. more than being. Of course there's going to be doing, right? You be before you do. You be before there's action. But is the source coming from the breath of Christ coming out of you or is it coming because it is in your own will that you are choosing to do something that looks like love? Um, So let's talk about a couple of these slippery slopes. So we're going to talk about serving versus striving, which is kind of like loving versus doing. 
To strive means to make great efforts to achieve or obtain something, and to serve means to perform duties or services for another person. Yeah. Big, big difference. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a huge thing to yep. identify. Yeah, big difference. So, are you a superwoman? Are you a serving woman? Ooh, I like that. Isn't that great? Wow, Superwoman? That's, that's kind of a sticky statement. Or serving woman. Yeah, it is kind of a Hashtag. sticky statement. I almost, almost <laughs> used that Super as part serving. of the sticky statement. Yeah. We might have two this week. Superwoman <laughs> Super, Super or serving woman. You got Mary and Martha here. Okay, we know the story of Mary and Martha. Yes. Mary sat at the feet of Christ when he came into their home. Martha was busy doing. Now, what Martha was doing, we talked about this in hospitality, was not wrong. She right. was using her gifts. It was the spirit in which she was doing it. She was grumbling and complaining. She was grumbling and and complaining. irritated and frustrated. Exactly. So we often spend more time doing things and trying to get ahead or to impress God than we do sitting at the feet of Jesus or at the feet of others. That's the be still part. We've got to mm-hmm. be still at the same. Remember, right? You were talking right. about how the blood leaves the heart, right. goes to the organs, and comes back to the heart. Back. It's got to come back. So um, the Hebrew term for the word still is rafa. And we talked about this in the week of be still, which literally means to be weak, to let go, to release. Yes. John Parsons says still means to cause yourself to let go or let yourselves become weak. And we had the Monica translation, which was great. Stop striving. Instead, sink down, let go, relax, and learn to know that he is God by experience. So I would say here, stop striving and instead sink down, let go, relax, and learn to love others Mm. by letting me love you and Mm. through to them. That's good. You know, just let go. Um, When we're too busy doing love, we will, our tank will run out. Because we're doing it's same thing with the blood. If the blood doesn't go back to the heart and get reoxygenated, it can't go back and feed the organs again. Um, the idea is for us to allow God to love others in and through us. Okay, so another slippery slope: the audience of many versus the audience of one. Mm. You must love the audience God has given to you. Jen Hatmaker um, did a little blurb on this in one of her If Gathering um, messages that I read or watched, and I loved it because she said, "Serve the audience that God has given you." Yeah. So I think a lot of times as women, we're not satisfied with where we are. We want to be somewhere different. We need to learn to embrace where we are and quit wishing that our lives were different. Oh, that's so true. We do that so much. So if you're wishing your life was different, it's like wishing that you were different. If you're wishing that you were different, you can't love where you are. If you don't love where you are, you will not love effectively in a Christ kind of love the way that we're supposed to love people. Well, I think that's like Monica has done this message about going north and kind of like stop circling the mountain Mm -hmm. and go to the top of the mountain. And I think that that's that's kind of a mountain that we need to climb is because until you climb that mountain and until you are able to be okay with where you're at, you're not going to be able to see anyone else around you who needs the love. That's right. The people that God has given you, if you're constantly staring at, you know, somewhere else you want to be, you're not seeing the people that he's given you right now. And I would say that Satan loves it when we're in that turmoil because he knows we're, we're paralyzed. We're ineffective. Mm -hmm. He knows it. And I think that that is what has perpetuated the culture that we're in is because this is exactly where he wants us. And he's got the church there, Mm. not just the unsaved people. He's got the church people there. We are not happy with where we are or who we are or what we're doing. We don't have a healthy love for ourselves. Mm. Therefore we don't have a healthy love for other people. Nobody else can make us happy, which gets us to the point of loving to give or loving to get. Yeah. Um, Philippians two, three says, make my joy complete by being of the same mind 
love that because we just talked about the mind. Maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Do nothing from selfish or empty conceit, but with humility of mind regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interest, but also for the interest of others. So I would say here, he says, one another as more important than yourselves, which means, hey, get that healthy sense of love, right? Mm -hmm. But then love other people, not just as yourself, but almost like they're more important than you. Yeah. Right? More important than you. Don't just merely look out for your own personal interest, but for the interest of others. And I would say that often things that we do... It's because we want to get something back. Right. Um, Angela Thomas Guffey said, uh, wrote a story in her Tender Mercies for a Mother's Soul. And she talked about how she got up early one morning. She baked this homemade lasagna with homemade sauce. And she was so excited about it. And her husband woke up. And she had already like cleaned the house and done laundry. And she was like, check, check, check. And she felt so great. She was doing all these acts of service for her family. And she thought they were going to be so excited. And he gets up. And she's like, look at what I did. And he's like, that's great. That's nice. And he walks out. Like, didn't even get excited for her. And he goes to work. And she starts sobbing. And one of her Aww. mentors just happened to call. And they get on the phone. And they're chatting. She's crying. And he didn't this. And um, the mentor says, I want you to go, I'm very paraphrasing the story, I want you to go get a glass <laughs> out of the cupboard and go over to your sink. And she gets a glass out of the cupboard, she goes over to the sink, he says, turn the water on. He turns the water on, she says, he says, okay, what's happening to the cup? And she doesn't have the cup under the water. She, what's happening to the cup? The cup is still empty. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, now put the cup under the water. She puts the cup under the water and it's just overflowing. He said, the empty cup is a representation of when you try to fill your life with everyone else's acceptance, happiness, Pat on the back. You, right. You're always empty. It's never enough. But when that is Jesus pouring into you and you're, everything that you do is for him, yeah. then you will overflow. Your love tank will be so full. Mm-hmm. Your content tank, everything will be so full and you will be overflowing. You will be breathing out all right. of his overflow yep. onto everybody else. So awesome. So just ask yourself, are you loving to give? Yes. Just altruistically giving? Or are you loving because you want something back in return? So takeaways, judge not your day on what you have or have not accomplished, but how well you love Jesus and how well you love others. Secondly, climbing ladders of doing doesn't make your life grow bigger. It's reaching out and loving that makes your life grow bigger and better. Absolutely. So remember, you're climbing a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Practical applications, we always wrap it up. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. First. (laughs) First and foremost, pray that God will give you a spirit of loving others with a Christ kind of love. We're yeah. starting off with that pray first part. Yeah. Go to Second or First Corinthians 13. Study love. Please get in the word. Put the truth in. Don't just get motivated by something we might be saying. Like, we're just like a little hook. Go we're, go get on the hook and right. get yeah. in the word. Right, right? we're going to go, go deep. deep. Go That's deep. right. Ooh, go north, go deep. I like it. Um, <laughs> I like that. Oh, determine who your audience is. Make a list. Who is your audience? And you know what? On your audience, maybe some people that you don't like. Yeah. I think that's hugely important. Usually there will be. There will be. I think that's kind of a given. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Who is your audience? This is your first circle audience. Then find a way to love each of them in a special way. Don't go out to your secondary and tertiary circles. Yeah. Like I'm talking about that immediate circle, people like that are your in your life. Or your That's children, right. Or- and, and listen, if you're loving the fourth and fifth circles more than you're loving the first circles, your right. priorities are mm. not right. right. So, well, the, and Jesus mm-hmm. had the circles too. He had Peter, James, and John. 
the that's right. was his inner circle, mm-hmm. and then he had the twelve, mm-hmm. and then there were the seventy-two, yeah. and then that's there right. were the multitudes. So there this are is circles. A very, so true. But but imagine if he had loved the outside circle in a less or in a more intimate way than he loved his inner circle. Yeah. He loved them the same, but there was a different type of intimacy. Yes. Different. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so oh, there's yeah. going to be a different, if you're having more intimacy and more time for what's out here and less time and less intimacy for what's in here, you need to reevaluate your loving priorities. Yes. Um, and then last but not least, ask yourself the following questions. Do I know and believe that I am loved by God? Do I know and believe that I'm loved by Jesus? Do I have fruit that shows I love God? Do I have fruit that shows I love myself? And do I have fruit that shows that I love others? Mm. If you've answered any of these questions, no, then you've got to stop right there and you've got to figure out what's wrong on that tier. You've got to ask God to help you to fix it because anything below that tier is going to be an ineffective love. It's It's just going to be ineffective. Um, and remember, there's a reason why God gave us these commands in this order. Yeah. So that's kind of it for me on the loving others thing. Like, I could preach on this stuff all day long. But I think if we could fix this, yeah. we could start the true revival. Until yeah. we fix this, there can't be revival because we're still, we've got to flip-flop. We got to flip flop. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I have loved this series. I think I have it's been too. so awesome. Oh my goodness. I'm so encouraged by it and just blessed by it. And I hope that our listeners are as well. And so thanks for joining us for this series. And um, we're really excited about our next series that we'll introduce to you next week. So yep. make sure you tune, tune in next week. Um, make sure you check out the website and our social media. Sarah will be posting some more going deeper mm-hmm. on what it means to love others. And it's going to be really great. So make sure you check it out. And um, Monica, would you pray out our our whole Be Loved and Live series? <laughs> Lord, we thank you so much um, just for the ability to be here. And Lord, I just pray that you have touched every every single listener that has listened to any of this series or all of it, Lord. I pray that you have poured out a greater measure of what it means to be loved and what it means to live in that love and through that love. We just, um, we receive the love that you give us. And Lord, I just pray that you would continue to um, illuminate areas where we need to get that order right, get that tier right, and be able to operate in holy and divine levels of love. We thank you so much for everything you continue to do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for listening to the Bcast. We would love to hear from you. Hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Just search Be Still Be Free. And of course, check out our website, www.bestillbefree.com.